The top gold medals, nine silver medals, and 14 bronze medals. That was the whole 14 Nigeria of the 2022 Commonwealth Games, which was hosted the West Midlands city of Birmingham. Now, according to the history book, this is the highest tally of gold medals that Team Nigeria has ever achieved in the history of their participation at the Commonwealth Games. Now, so many Nigerians in the field of to the Commonwealth Games to uh, had lots of scope for the team. And some of those hopes were realized as some of course did not make up to expectations. And we are back here the podcast to talk about a review of the Commonwealth Games, Team Nigeria's contingent, and everything surrounding how the team uh, performance went down. My name is Mary Akeshola. I am your host on the pod this, uh, today. And I will be having with me seasoned journalists, people who have watched their souls in the business. And they will be getting uh, along with us. Uh, together, we will be taking a look at all of the performances we have seen uh, in the Commonwealth Games, and we will be rating them. Well, first, let me start with Atileke uh, Esno, of course, my always resident uh, table tennis expert. But then, apart from table tennis, he has got all the teams on so many other sports. Atileke, good evening. Welcome to the call. Good evening, Mary. Good evening to every other person. Um, well, it's nice to be here once again, and um, an interesting um, Commonwealth Games. Let's go. Yes, an interesting Commonwealth Games. Let's go. I do agree with you on that one. Well, blessing for all. We are also joined us on the pod uh, this evening to you know add to the conversation uh, how we went out with Team Nigeria at the Commonwealth Games. Good evening, blessing. Welcome to the pod. Uh, good evening to you, Mary. Good evening to everyone. It's um, great to be on the podcast with you. Amazing tournament that we had. Amazing house in Nigeria had generally, despite of all of the issues that we've had to, you know, uh, cope with in the last couple of, um, of weeks of months. I mean, going from the not performing too well at the World Championships to doing well at the Commonwealth Games, where we've always known to try out. So I think it wasn't entirely bad out. It was really good. And I'm happy to be back here to talk about that. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here. Uh, blessed this uh, evening. Also, we have got Mutayo uh, Olowo Kerry uh, joining us all the way from Abuja to talk about everything the Commonwealth Games. Uh, good evening, Mutayo. Welcome to the pod. Uh, good evening, um, everyone. Blessing. Let me start with blessing. It's been long. I hear your voice like this. How is it done? And um, Tinuke, what's up? Um, Sadiq. Uh, this is good evening, everyone. So good for Team Nigeria. They just got the Commonwealth Games. And um, like they say, give honor to whom honor is too. And uh, for everyone who has made Nigeria uh, a proud country at this time, all the females that won the gold medals for us, all the guys, and um, also uh, those that give us medals, we say we, they deserve honor, they deserve praise, and that's why we're here today. Uh, definitely. Uh, giving honor to whom it is due is uh, very important. So we need to have conversations uh, like this. I wholeheartedly. I'm supportive <laughs> as we move on in this conversation. Well, joining us also from for the first time, uh, joining us uh, for the first time on the Commonwealth Games uh, series uh, on the pod is um, Sadiq Atisha. Good evening, Sadiq. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Okay, it does appear that we do not have Sadiq here, but when we do have him, we'll have him uh, join us and talk about everything. So let me start with you, Sadiq. 
I think it's only fair to start with the female, looking at how the females have turned up at um, the Commonwealth Games for us. Sineke, how does it feel, you know, the females turning up in Nigeria? Lots of people have said lots of things. A lot of people have built lots of content around it, <laughs> saying, where were the men? Where are the men? All of this. But then, it, it does feel like a good thing to see the females turn up and really show up what's in Nigeria. Um, yes, it was it was an amazing tournament, like I said earlier, but to see females really turn up in every category, from athletics to powerlifting to weightlifting to boxing to wrestling, I think it was a good thing to see female athletes of Nigeria, female um, competitors of Nigeria turn up and um, do very well. Um, well, you could say it's time for us to buga. So, um, <laughs> well, I'm just to keep on doing that, considering we won all the good medals in Nigeria. Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, 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 you do have medals Nigeria has, so... We can as well just say kudos to the ladies, but at the end of the day, kudos to every athlete that represented Nigeria at the Commonwealth. Of course, kudos to every athlete that represented Nigeria, but then the ladies have the bragging rights and they can continue to do whatever they like, of course, with uh, the bragging rights. Uh, let me come to you, Blessing, next. I, I, I won't say that as a country, Nigerians, for, for the first time in a very long while, they stood up and they showed huge interest in a sport that is not football. Nigerians were eager to see people like uh, Esther Brumet, to see Tobia Mustard, to see to see to see Kevolfili. Everyone was asking questions. Well, what do you what, what do you think this motivation, this sudden interest, stems from? And you know, moving forward, how do we make sure we keep on that momentum? You know that connection with Nigerians. Well, I think we Nigerians generally the fans they saw a bit of what happened at the World Athletics Championships, where you know it was uh, it wasn't until the end of the uh, the last day of the tournament that we had um, Tobolobo Muson, you know, breaking the world record. In fact, twenty twelve as a matter of fact, and then it's a Brumer who everyone has known her to be very, very consistent. I mean, it wasn't until with the last day of the tournament that we saw those two ladies, you know, do what they know how to do, do what they are used to doing, that Nigerians felt okay. So these ladies are the real deal. Like, and many of them began, you know, going back into history to read what their performance has been like in the past two, three years down the line. People beca- became a bit familiar with Tobelo Bamoso and this, uh, you know, the near syndrome that she's had to fight for, you know, for years, always coming in fourth, coming in fifth, almost, you know, almost, 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 and not being able to actually click it. And, you know, for, at, at that moment, I felt Nigerians felt, they felt a bit of, um, I think they felt a bit part of their story, part of their story in the sense that they can understand what it means to be near men, near women, and then being able to hit the target. It, it made everyone very proud, it made everyone very happy. And I think that it was at that point that people began to take interest in, okay, you know what, whenever these things are going to be performing, we are going to, you know, take notes and see what's going to happen. And basically that's what transcend, transcended into what we saw at Commonwealth Games in athletics. Because I tell you what, it was majorly about to develop our movement and it's a boomer. That's why I thought many people, you know, had their attention switched into athletics. But along the line, they began to discover some of these other, you know, athletes who, well, they are not. They are not doing badly. I mean, they, they are not. They have not got the enough of their careers yet. But you know, they are on the right. Track, the right track. They are on the right. Track. 
you know, progression. So you look at, they, begin, they began seeing some other artists and artists. For instance, someone was asking me this morning, who was the lady who took the third leg of the, uh, the 4 by 100 meters relay? You know, people that they are not so familiar with, but the fact that they are looking and looking, waiting and looking forward to see if they bring and develop and also compete, then you begin to discover some other athletes and, you know, but, I mean, going down the line, the question, the big question is indeed, how do we get to sustain this, um, uh, this newfound attention that we're giving to athletics with our fans and as they have given to our athletics? For me, I think it should be to continue to see these ladies perform very well. Uh, the ones who, are, who came very close to snatching medals, continue to see them do very well, continue to see them, you know, progress in their career. I think now we can talk about fans keeping their attention glued to a bit to see what's going to happen next. What, what, what record are they going to break next? What medal are they going to win next? That, that is the only way that we're going to get people to stay glued and stay tuned to. And this newfound fans that we have for athletics, you know, particularly. I think that's where we're going to get it. And then I hope that the Athletic Federation of Nigeria can begin to build on keeping this new set of fans, quote and unquote. But then how do they get to build on that to us? And oh, that's a question that I ask myself, which is, you know, getting competition, exposure, expose this athlete to as many competitions as possible. I mean, it's not about tactically trying to, uh, to, 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 to take some athletes out of the equation, you know, maybe because of money issues and all of that. I think that's the way we, got, we have to keep them in the news, basically. Keep them in the news, keep <laughs> them in discussion. Keep them in discussion. When they begin to see these competitions coming up, I tell you what, so below Bamos will probably return to Diamond League competing now. And I tell you, Nigerians are still going to be looking forward to see her. We'll be looking forward to see what she does. We'll be looking forward to see what record she's probably going to set next. So, you see, that is how we start. And the, the beautiful thing about that is that we get to, we have a streaming platform where we can get to see them compete. I mean, it's hmm. not like some other sports where you're asking, where can we, where, where are we going to watch their match? For instance, where are we going to watch their race? They're, they're, you know, all of these things is available. You, are, you have it at the click of your finger. So now that you've found the interest, it is about keeping them in the news, keeping them as a topic, keeping them, you know, in this competition so that so much that fans will continue to see them and say, okay, I'm looking forward to the next time they're going to be out there competing maybe for Nigeria, competing for their schools, other things, other things, maybe. Hmm. Now, Huge, huge um, point for your very step lesson about how Athletic Federation of Nigeria could do more than enough to make sure that this athlete can keep up with that momentum and also Nigerians can be, um, they can also get support, you know, they can also get to be in tune with everything that is going on um, with uh, Nigeria in the athletics world. Now, you know, aesthetics wasn't the only thing we had. Like, lots of Nigerians were happy. Everyone was excited. We had 12 gold medals, we had 14 bronze medals. But for me, as a person, I looked at some of the uh, contingents we had. I looked at some of the sports we had. And I personally felt that some sports that I expected to live up to expectation did not live up to expectation. Of course, Nigerians would look at uh, the, the big, the larger picture, which is the fact that, oh, we had to. But then, for someone who would look more critically at the whole framework, you begin to ask questions about what happened to Nigeria sports like often, what happened to Nigeria sports like people. You think, oh, we have some best players in the world, some best boxers in the world, and we were able to actually reflect them, you know, in, in the results. And I would, I would like to start from Boston. And that's why I would like um, Sayo to come in uh, for us now. 
when for, for me, you know, writing results, talking about all, all that went down there. You saw Nigerians losing to uh, boxers from Scotland, from Northern Ireland, boxers from England, boxers from uh, uh, from, from India, boxers and you, from Australia. And you begin to wonder how Nigeria was so was a powerhouse when it comes to boxing. Nigeria has, you know, we have produced some of the best boxers the world has seen. Boxers that have ruled. What is happening? What happened to us? Uh, you know, what happened to our boxing? We have, every day we talk about having boxing night and all of that. And then we get to the, the big stage where, of course, we had a Nigerian in the finals. Uh, if I mean, who lost uh, in the 92 kg after five weeks to Sagasaga of India. We had Esther Shoba also made it, uh, she made it to the finals uh, in the featherweight, in the women's featherweight, where she lost also. We uh, we had two Nigerians in the finals. We saw so many Nigerians lose in the round of 16 and the finals. But then the question is, how exactly has it fallen apart? Why has it fallen apart? Who is responsible? Where to at the beginning of the in Nigeria? Um, well, Mary, you've said a lot of things, and um, let me come in from um, this angle just um, to discuss this. On Tuesday, I had uh, the president of Nigerian Wrestling Federation, Honorable Daniel Gali, on my show, and um, we spoke at length, and I asked him more questions. Four years now, again, we've seen a dryer, we've seen blessing. Are we saying if in four years' time, what is the plan? And he said, Musayo, where's the money to discover the grass? Um, yes, you know, it's always a slow thing. When something begins to go wrong, it doesn't start in a day. It's always a point where, you know, it starts falling off. But you don't just realize it. You think, okay, we are on top of the world. We are the best at this. And the moment things start going wrong, the moment you stop doing the things that we were doing to get the results, it begins to to slowly fade away at that point, and we do not realize. And that's how we have found ourselves here with regards to boxing. Um, if we do not, if we don't forget, if we, if we try to recall before the Olympics, I recall there was a story that, that there was news about the fact that the boxing federation, I think maybe they didn't hmm. register the boxer for a tournament that was supposed to they were supposed to partake in to qualify them for the Olympics or that there was hmm. no money to actually send them to those tournaments. You know, I, I think I recall vividly somehow around that period before we had um where we were preparing for the Olympics. So it was a rush that had begun for a while and we just didn't notice. The moment that we we started missing out some of these very important tournaments, that's when we started, oh what's happening to boxing, what's happening to boxing? That's where we found ourselves at this point. What is the boxing federation doing? We should ask ourselves. What 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 is the structure that they have there? Again, it's almost similar to every other structure that you find in Nigerian sports generally. It's not just boxing. If you go to some other uh, federation, you would most likely find the same there. There are only just a few who still are trying to um to to, to have a similitude of, of, of balance of of same of, of sanity. Which in same in sense it's not even sanity if you compare to some other, you know, structures outside of sorry, structures of the country. But for me, the way why I put down the issue with boxing is it has we had begun to follow for a very long time and we didn't realize yeah. and we just felt so confident in our skin, felt so confident in the fact that come on, we are Nigerians, we always we always get something done. That's how I see it. That's 
that's the feeling that I feel about it. And anyway, so let me take you away from boxing for a bit to make a comparison. Look at women's football. Look at the Super Cup of Nigeria. It has been a slow fade as well. But we keep telling ourselves, come on, we are Nigerians. It happens. Come on. Before we, we are, it's never going to get that bad for us. I think that's something that has happened. <laughs> we need to get back to the thought. Get back to... I mean, I, I wasn't old enough to see some of these, you know, boxers back in the days and see how they dominated and all of that. But I recall, um, was it Ife Ajagba? One of them attended, I think, was it the African Games or thereabouts before he eventually found himself outside shows of Nigeria to, to go pro. You know, there are many, many, many more like that who have lost their, who have lost their, the, the, the opportunity. Many of them having to go to Ghana to go and compete, for instance. So you have to say, boxing night here, boxing night there, boxing night this. What to what end? To what end? What exactly have we been achieving hosting those events? It, it, it's it's so really I, interesting. I, I think I'm back. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, yes, yeah, yes, yes, we can. Yeah, so, like now, like I was saying earlier, um, that um, the, the first question Igali asked me back is that you 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 said we should go back to just cover talent just go back to prepare uh, for tournaments where is the fund do they have a budget from the federations from the ministry to the federation how many of them are sponsors who can live up to get athletes to top notch where they can compete at higher level uh, for instance let me let me divert away from a sport which was not part of or against taekwondo for instance now the president of the federation by himself and at least almost all the board members could testify that if the president is personally saying we have to take taekwondo back to the world i've had conversations with some top african uh, from different parts of say with nigeria dead as a country then that's nothing will happen in west africa look at ambo for instance they were going to the world cup there was no sponsor, no motivation, and you can't expect them to qualify for the World Cup from that time. I'm chairman the hosted in Egypt. So the first thing is getting the fund. Where would they get resources to start going to the grassroots? We have a lot of talent wasting in Nigeria. We have everyone now. Okay, for example, uh, blessing talk about our boxers going to other countries to, to find their feet at every other step. It's same as football. Are they buyers of this world? Um, so many players who have even moved to uh, Ogumui, 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 have played outside Nigeria. So the first key problem we have is we have the talent, but there's no sponsor. We, we there's no funding to the federations for them to even go back to the grassroots to now start saying, okay, school sport. Out of the school sport, how many of them are we integrating to become the stars we want to see? Do we have the record? Do we have the ta- database? Uh, if not for the adopt and athlete initiative, we'll, how many of our guys will be able to say, oh, they want to run for the country? But six or seven state government came into play Delta, um, Ogun, um, Lagos, um, about six of them or about came up with this idea of adopt, adopt, adopt. So the first key problem for our sport is funding the federations. You can expect every time I want to use my money to do something, sponsors are not viable. I, I've always been saying it. All the federations should be able to come along. From the ministry, everybody that comes through, uh, down to the ministry, there should be an allocation for e-sports so that we will not wait again in four years' time. Pop, uh, they say proper preparation prevents poor performances. So if we cannot prepare very well from the early stage, 
That means you will not get there to shine. And it is not magic. It is what you give that you will get back. It is what you sow that you will reap. And that's our biggest problem as a country in Nigeria. With the funding is not there. The motivation for the athletes to even go and perform, I think, is about 0%. Uh, thank you so much for, for that submission. But I think I, I like the fact that you mentioned adoption athletes, and that is where um, I would like to come from next. Um, uh, we also we have uh, Rosemi Akidele also uh, joining us. Uh, yes, uh, thank you, Rosemi, for being uh, part of the pod, uh, getting back to the conversation. Adoption athletes. Adoption athletes is a very, very interesting initiative. Now, we've heard so many things about it. We've heard how uh, uh, governors, technocrats uh, came in, entrepreneurs, you know, the wealthy came in, adopted the athletes. Uh, uh, now, adopted them for the Olympics. Now, that that was what we heard. Adopted them for the Olympics, and then so the, the 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 framework for some people, the framework continued. They say, anyway, they say. That the framework continued into uh, the, the, the Commonwealth Games, the World Athletics Championships, and uh, all of them. Now, the big question for me is that when Nigerian uh, contingent, Nigerian athletes began winning gold medals and all of them, now the ministry, AFN, everyone was quick to say, governors were quick to say, yes, because we paid for it, because we did this, we supported this person, and all of that. Now, the question is, if you're taking accolades, if you're taking accolades for the good things, they talk about funding, they talk about discovering athletes, they talk about boxing going into rock, they talk about uh, Taekwondo trying to find its way back. All of this other discussion. Why also have you refused to not talk about it and also not even admit that you have problems in there? You only want to talk about adopting athletes, which if I, on some levels, I don't know if there is somebody who even understands what adopt an athlete is, the, the status of that, you know, that that process right now. I would like someone to help us shed, shed, shed light in there. But then, um, Rotimi, I would like you to help me, uh, help me <laughs> deduce or decode this. Governors, uh, the ministry now predominantly, want to, Busari, I'm coming, I'll get to you, please. They want to take accolades now for all this medals and all of them. But then when it comes to funding, when it comes to going back into the grassroots, not, they do not want to talk about it. The other time, um, Favor of Philly, I think we had some wardrobe malfunction and we had the AFN come out and type Nigerians publicly for saying, you people have the right to talk about it. Which was actually hilarious in Very funny stuff. But really, what is wrong? If we're taking credit for the good thing, whatever happens is the bad thing. What's it? Uh, Mary, can I quickly add something to that? Uh, sure. Sure. Okay, so this is this is the, the, the concept about adopt an athlete. Yeah. Uh, this adopt 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 to talk about was originated by late Chibi Fasco and Ace Brokaka in Nambuda. I will pass on about two. Uh, we can barely hear about. you. Say, uh, can you hear me now? I said, I said, mm-hmm. the adopt an athlete. No, I think I clear you. Uh, not really. Uh. Not really. We, we, we still can hear lots of talk at the back, so it's really 
overshadowing your voice. Maybe you can fix that one and we get back to you. Uh, I'm not sure we also have Rachel here at the moment, but then, you know, let, we'll come back to the adult and conversation. Tinoka, let's talk about table tennis. Now, before we went into, you you, you were back, you were on this court and you were proudly telling everybody, um, uh, I will accord you one medal, Fatima Bello one medal. Tinoka, what happened? Where are, where are the medals? I should look at you and I should hold you responsible. Where are the medals? <laughs> they disappointed all of us. Uh, but, um, <laughs> um, seriously, it was a disappointing um, Commonwealth Games for the table tennis contingent from Nigeria. I expected more. Um, I expected more because um, if we look at um, the performance with the group games and everything was getting in their heads and um, there are some matches where I felt like we should have won. You look at them. Um, I, I think, um, like I said in the last year, I think um, we need those are of our own from that department also. Um, but everybody should not be doing because you could look at the doubles in which we played there. Yeah, Marana was always playing singles. That's an immense team. And um, almost I am, but it's a good team. And I was able to watch uh, sorry, like we're getting some sort of interference from somebody. Tinuke, is that you? We're getting interference from somebody. I don't know who. Okay, I think it's probably Tinuke. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's on Tinuke. Yeah, I, I listened. I listened to the last. I listened to the last podcast where you guys talked about table tennis and I listened to how, you know, Tinuke went about uh, Bodiabiodo retiring, okay, also promising medals and um, I think Nathaniel was also on the podcast and, you know, he said a lot of things. But yeah. for me, for me, <laughs> uh, yeah, you, he particularly mentioned um, Aaron O'Kodri being uh, injured and why would you go with a player that was not fit and, you know, all of that. But this is where I'll come in with that. When you have the number one ranked player in Africa, ranked in the top 20. Um, I don't know what he is ranked at the moment, but ranked in the top 20. I tell you what, even if he is half 50%, I'm going to take him over every other person who is in that field. Believe me, because if, if there was anyone that I would be trusting for a medal, it would be Aaron O'Connor. Now, granted, uh, the tournament didn't go the way he wanted. It didn't go the way we wanted for him as well, but his quality is not in doubt. It's very, very obvious with how he has risen in the rankings. And even uh, Umar Asada has always been a very, very tough nut for, for, for him to crack. He, you know, he's been able to rise over him and all of that. So for me, um, I, I think maybe we'll look at it from a positive angle, angle in terms of maybe the exposure for some of these um, athletes, some of those uh, table tennis players who got to be on the stage. Well, it was disappointing that we didn't get medals, especially from the singles event, from the doubles event, medals that we normally, you know, would have picked up. I feel like um, getting this, some of those athletes, those games, I think it's also good for their exposure, it's also good for their experience personally. And um, I can only hope that maybe getting to the next, um, maybe next tournament or whatever it is that they're participating in next, uh, we'll get something better. Look at the under 20 uh, table tennis championship in uh, Tunisia, Mati Taiwo, hmm. I can't remember Mati, the other Mati, guy. of course. Yeah, Mati Taiwo, that, and then uh, I think there was also some other girls there. Uh, I can't remember the, the entire team, but you know, those are the next generation. I think somebody that I'll, I'll probably be so much disappointed in the performance so far in the last couple of months is Solaji Jemotayo. Today, since the African game has not given us anything to, uh, to to care about so much. I mean, he won uh, 
was it gold or bronze he won at the African Games in Rabat? I can't remember. He defeated Aaron Curry in the singles event. And we thought, okay, this was... I think himself was very happy because that was a like a coming up moment for him, a moment that he, he has always wanted. And we thought, okay, at this point, it's just for him to begin to build on, you know, the experience that he got at the African Games and then transition to perhaps medals or going far at the Olympics. But it has it has been such a story for the, for him himself. And I think that's the only disappointment that I think I'll see the most in the table tennis team. Uh, I'm wondering what his club career is looking like at the moment. Um, I think it's left where it was in um, was was not in Portugal or Italy. I can't remember now. But uh, if anyone was too disappointed for me in the performance, definitely it was Olaji Demotayo. And for Bodhi Abiodu, well, ah, I, I think um, for me at this point, maybe it's a question of having some level of experience, uh, some level of guidance for 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 the younger ones. That's perhaps why they still have Bodhi Abiodu in the mix. But of course, table tennis is sometimes a, a an individual event. You know, it can be an individual event. So, if you are good to go for it individually, well, maybe, maybe you can keep going. But uh, for us, on our own part, on the part of the uh, table tennis tradition, what they should start doing is start grooming. And I think we've, we've started doing that with the likes of Master Taiwan, and those who went to, to Tunisia for the other 20 tournaments, start grooming them, start prepping them to take up the spaces. And if Gideon Motayo himself is not very careful, hey, I don't know where, you know, it's it my end point. But I, if there's anyone that I back to come back better, I think I would also back Gideon Motayo to, you know, look back at his performance this year and ask himself, what went wrong? How, why didn't I, why couldn't I get, why could, or why haven't I been able to build on the success that I had in 2019 at the African Games? I think he, he needs to look back, ask himself, you know, just critique his season personally and see a way back, you know, into that limelight. For me, I think he actually has a way back. Then he has to be very careful because the, the, the master titles of this world, they are coming and really, they might just be taking his point. Blessings. I think it's, it's really interesting that you're saying um, if, if you would back the decision to take an Aruna Kodri who isn't really fit now to the Commonwealth Games. When the, when the, when the, when the, uh, when the list came out the other time, we saw Funke Oshinaike on that list. Funke Oshinaike, of course, who we did not see at some point in time, then we later saw. And I think we have, we also had this conversation about it. Now, you, I, I, I personally, without trying to, you know, get into this conversation and uh, trying to like take, uh, a stand or trying to divert this conversation away from it. If you take someone to a tournament and at the end of the day, this person did not even get to any semi-finals. He played in the mixed doubles, he played in the doubles, he played in the men, played in the singles, and he did not make it to the semi-finals of any of the competitions. I do not think that this is a decision that anyone should have taken in the first place. But I'll leave it. Rest me. You were you were there in Birmingham. You saw uh, you know, you saw the way the whole table tennis they went to. It was very interesting for me that at some point in time, uh some uh, uh there was this particular mixed doubles match that we had. I think it was uh 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 Bodia Piotr uh probably uh uh them. They didn't even turn up, you know, for 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 for, for, for their for their man in that one. It was very interesting to see how Table tennis just went there, slithered under, you know, Nigerians are not looking at us. It gave us a stamp performance and they came back. Very interesting. Uh, good evening, everyone. Yeah, uh, pretty pretty interesting, though. Um, but but then again, I mean, there are loads of questions to ask. Uh, you know, who, who was in charge of the team? Is it from the federation level or the ministry level? 
how did we uh, get to pick this player? Did they qualify individually, uh, you know, for the Common World Games that we just had picked? I think those are some of the questions we should get to ask. Uh, Blessing was mentioning uh, taking a half-paid Aaron O'Codry. I think I'll support her as well, uh, provided she, he has qualified, you know, for for, for the tournament. Uh, someone also mentioned Punkao Shonaike popping up. Uh, she was meant to be drafting, uh, drafted in rather, because um, uh, the top the top four, top six uh, from the national level, uh, one of them was missing. And then by the time, uh, in, that's in terms of rankings now, by the time she was asked to come in, uh, we had submitted the list of uh, players, you know, to go to to Birmingham. And it was too late to actually ask her to sit out. So by the time she got here, uh, she was actually asked to, okay, you know what, we got a younger player, let her come in and then while you sit back and all of that. Those were some of the official reasons, you know, that we got when we were asking um, loads of questions, uh, you know, and all that. In terms of players not even showing up for some games, and I mean, if you put out words to these officials in court now, uh, they find something to say. Uh, <laughs> and then at times they don't want to say anything. So, uh, but but all in all, it was a disappointing uh, table tennis experience for Nigeria, especially at the Commonwealth Games. Uh, you want to ask yourself, how well did we fare in the mixed doubles and the teams uh, event? You know, it didn't it didn't go down well. But the positives are that we've got um, maybe from the women's out, you know, some young players that if we properly unnest, you know, we might probably get the rewards in the next. Um, Maybe, maybe from the next Olympics, maybe from uh, maybe in the next uh, five years, you know, and that's it. Uh, it's it's okay to point out to single out individuals and maybe flog them or, or talk about how disappointing we have just because they couldn't live up to their billion or their expectations. But uh, what are we doing as well to help these guys have that sort of winning mentality at all costs, have that sort of exposure that could get them to finish on the podium um, if you look at the teams we were up against, England, Singapore, uh, India, I mean, they don't take sports uh, like we take it in Nigeria. They've got conscious sports policies that help their athletes. So why do we always want to go out for an event and just feel one individual performance magic and then we get medals? So there are a whole lot of questions we should ask ourselves and then we'll find the answers from the own front before we even start nursing or hoping that uh, we get uh, medals. You know, when we go out for such events. I think that's my take on table tennis. I was pretty disappointed, but actually, I'll just leave it. Okay, yeah, very interesting. Disappointed. Uh, it, it's okay to say, oh, one is disappointed about how this thing turned out. But also, I think one other thing I want to point out is, is for me the fact that, you know, table tennis, terrible, terrible, terrible turnout. Judo, terrible, terrible turnout. Boxing, terrible, terrible turnout. And now I think we'll get boxing, back from, from, from uh, oh, um, if I may come in, um, Mary. I don't yes, think sure. was, I don't think boxing was a terrible turnout. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think so. Yes, we've been in the wilderness for for years. Uh, there was a time as well that we failed to, you know, do anything in boxing, especially at the national level. Uh, so I think it's a good way of coming back. Some of the names here. Uh, uh, new names. Some of the names I went to come uh, to Birmingham are new names. And um, yes, you are, like all the same questions we want to ask the NTS. That's what we'll probably ask at the Boxing Federation before going over 
uh, to to maybe act in the sports ministry. We don't have sports policies that encourage us, um, you know, building things or or encouraging individuals or encouraging athletes. Uh, the, the boxers, you know, were in camp for how, how long? Maybe about two, three months. But what were they doing in camp? What kind of what kind of um, facilities were they exposed to? What kind of facilities were they using to train? You know, to, before you before going for this tournament, did they go for any sort of invitational? Before actually traveling to to Birmingham for the Commonwealth Games, but somehow they still use their um, roots one. Let me borrow that word kind of approach to things. <laughs> and uh, we still had about four semi-finalists in boxing. So, yes, you might say the competition at the Commonwealth, yeah, it's not the same as what you get at the world stage or at the Olympics. But then again, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a positive start for me, the fact that we're trying to come back in boxing. It used to be one of our biggest sports back in the years. But now we're trying to come back. What are we going to do going forward based on the exposure we got at the Commonwealth Games to these boxers, to every other sport you know the six sports yeah major sports that we went to participate at, at, at uh, Birmingham so the whole lot of questions I don't think I'm, I'm disappointed in the boxing uh, team as far as I'm concerned yeah. I think it was a fair out for the boxers judging by where they had been and uh, where, they, where they were coming from where they are currently uh, yeah. that, that's a very fair assessment truly uh, really very fair assessment I think we've, we've just got little time left uh, on this session. I will probably have to come back maybe tomorrow to continue because I really want us to delve into athletics. Athletics gave us joy for a very long time. And of course, I also have more questions in athletics the conversation later. But I think uh, just before we round up and everyone has to go, I would want everyone to tell me who was your standout athlete I'm sure everybody would want to mention the Golden Girl, but really, you know, who was your standout athlete at uh, the Commonwealth Games, you know, in one minute, possibly? I think, okay, let me start with you. Um, with athletics or minus athletics? No, everyone, generally. I would have loved to say minus athletics, but let me just say everyone, generally. <laughs> Four by one women's um, was I will stick with them. I think because I never expected them to win gold. I was expecting maybe a medal, maybe bronze, because you have Jamaica in there, you have twenty champions, great Britain in there. But I think I'm um, winning gold that four by one. I think that was the medal I was not expecting. I think they were the standard. Uh, that, that's very fair. Uh, Blessing, let me come to you. Who was your standout athlete? I think that's a very, it's a very difficult question to answer, to be very sincere, um, because... It is right that I remove that. Honestly, <laughs> I'm tempted to look at the, the consistency of the Brumet, I'm tempted to look at Tugelo and how our journey has been for the past few months. But I think I also kind of agree with um, Tinoke here, with the 4 by 100 meter uh, related team, the women's team. Um, the... I don't know. I don't think a lot of people remember that um, Joy, Joy, Joy. What's the surname now? Joy Udo Gabriel. Uh, Joy Udo Gabriel. She took. Uh, I think it was the last leg of it. Was it the last leg or the anchor leg? I can't remember which one. <laughs> In the build up uh, before we got to the final. Yeah. And yeah. And then the, the technical team they needed to tweak the pattern lineup in a way that mm-hmm. could be assured. I don't know what happened to Joy Udo Gabriel. I don't know if she was injured or something. But nothing happened to her. Nothing happened to her. Her. 
but, but I thought yeah, it was just a technical. Technical, yeah. It was the master. Yeah, it was very smart. It was very technical. And like I tweeted, I would have been against that if Toby hadn't run our own final before the of final. Of course, like, if I would have been against it so much. And then Rosemary Tukuma, Rosemary Tukuma, that lady is amazing. If you have been following her with the. Oh, that corner, that then. Yes, she took the third. Yeah. If you have been following up on the episode of Texas Tech Athletics, then you wouldn't be so surprised that you know she was able to do that. But I think that 4 by 100 meter team generally, for me, I, I'd say maybe they are the final performance of the Commonwealth Games. And then um, the, guys, oh, the guys, the guys, I wouldn't say... Bless you, you only get one. Bless you, you only get one. You only get one. Okay, maybe i have the chance to pass this comment afterwards anyway. Exactly, maybe later. Uh, Pusara, let's come to you. Let's, maybe you won't give us assessments. Let's see, maybe you pick up one else. Uh, who was your final performance? I'll go, I'll, I'll go wrestling. Um, I was so much full of confidence, blessing of Boro Dudu, and I'm also Odaya Odekuroye would give us a medal, at least a gold. And I'm, so I'm not surprised they actually did that in great style. And what a way. Uh, because um, when, they were at, uh, when they lost us um, at the Olympics, um, I spoke with um, the president, I spoke with the coach, and it was like, that was the most sudden shock they got that I, I won't get a, a medal at the Olympics. But this time around, she came back strongly, and with the Commonwealth Games, uh, winning gold, blessing of Brodudu. I think they did well. And also, to our wisdom stars, that's a federation that is working, and I'm giving it up for Pusaya, you also only get one. <laughs> you only get one. <laughs> you only get one. You have to anyway, but you only get one. Uh, Rosemary, yeah. in one minute, who was your standout performer at the Commonwealth Games? Um, I'm not going to mention any individual because that your one minute is not going to work. Uh, <laughs> please, <laughs> please help us. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying to help you. I mean, even everybody's praising the AFN, but I have a serious beat with the AFN. You know, yes, okay. we also the athletic stuff, but um, I mean, where all the people that got us medals of athletics, where are they? Are they, are they based in Nigeria? No, but that's a different talk. Um, yeah, that's a conversation yeah, stand-up performer. Uh, uh, well, woo, 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 woo. Uh, pretty, pretty hard to take the power, power lifters. I think they were all brilliant, and I'll keep it. Thank you. Okay, that's that's interesting. I like the diverse. You know, uh, we had aesthetics and lifters. We also have power, 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 power lifters. That's, that's really cool. I would have asked my producer if he also has a stand-up performer, but I think I'll keep it. And my own stand-up performer, so I think I, I would say, I would say, goodness, want to go see. He, you know, he, the fact that she did that at 48 really blew my mind. And I, it's one of those things I have to stop uh, thinking about. So that is, she is my own and stand-up performer. Guys, it has been really, I wish we didn't have, you know, wrap-up that everyone can get about. But we do have, but then this conversation will definitely continue tomorrow where we will talk about that aesthetics conversation. Because a conversation I want to talk about, we've seen so many things happen with aesthetics. We have lots of talks about it. But then just like Ruth said, where are they? Are we the one building them? Are we the one motivating them? Are we the one paying the bills? How is that thing being run? It's a conversation we really need to sit down and have. And I wish, I hope we'll do get to do that uh, on the next episode. But then thank you so much, guys, for being a part of the Commonwealth series. 
on your sports memo podcast. Actually, the thank you for being here. Blessing for what we're always excited having you. Thank you for not always going with our settings. <laughs> thank you for bringing this on the notification. Uh, recognize and delay. It's been a pleasure having you on the fir- uh, on oh, your first you know, Thank you. Your first <laughs> That's the episode of it. Of course, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, rush and sit the time. My producer, uh, Calvin Olka, thank you also for, you know, helping us dot our eyes and cross our teeth. Well, until we come back again on the next episode of the Commonwealth uh, series on your sports memo podcast, let's not forget aesthetic, uh, resting, all of the sports, other sports like you like to play. They also deserve a voice, and it is our job to give those voices to them. My name is Mary Axel. Bye for now. Thank <laughs> you.